Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Over Easy. My name is Manny, in case you are new here or welcome back. Welcome to the 100th episode of Over Easy. That is wild that we are at 100 episodes. I've been doing this for over two years at this point because I've taken many weeks off here and there, but that is crazy to me that we are three digits in Yeah, I honestly can't even imagine my life before I made my podcast and thinking about what my life was like, like what hobbies I did and stuff like that. I just really appreciate having an outlet to be able to talk about things that are on my mind and things that are going on in my life. So thank you so much. Of course, I got to say a big thank you to anyone and everyone who has supported my podcast. If you are from episode zero, the trailer, or up until now, episode 100, it really does mean a lot to me. I never intended this to be a huge thing for followers or anything like that. It was always just a passion project of mine to share my thoughts with the world and what I learned about life and I'm just happy that it has found some people along the way and people have resonated with it. So thank you very much. It is wild to me that this is even happening, which is crazy. So to celebrate the 100 episode special, We are finally doing an episode that I've been alluding to and thinking about for a very, very long time, which is my online dating episode. This is just going to be your big sister chat, like you're on your FaceTime with your bestie, talking about dates, talking about online dating, what it's like, my tips and tricks, and everything you would need to know and everything that I have learned from my experience online dating. So... Without further ado, let's just get into it because I am so excited to share with you today. Okay, let me just give you a little backstory on my online dating use, just so you know where I'm coming from, my perspective, stuff like that. So the very first time I tried online dating was actually after my first serious relationship. After that ended, that was around the end of my first year of university. So I did online dating for that summer and I was quite tame. I don't know. I don't I, I wouldn't say I'm wild now, but I was quite tame in the fact that I only matched with people I had mutual friends with and I only went on dates with people that I had mutual friends with. So it was quite still in my circle and I didn't really get to meet that many new people but I did just use it for that summer pretty much and then I stopped using it once school started again in second year. Then most recently I also started online dating after my relationship this year ended and I started using it in the summer as well and then I have recently stopped not like deleted the apps but just paused it for a little bit of a break and I'll talk about why in a little bit so that's just kind of where I'm at so I've only really done online dating like twice in my life it's not like I've been super consistent with it Um, it's not been a long time either so these are just what I've learned in my opinion Okay, let's talk about the very first thing, which I actually recently had a conversation with a friend about, 
And that is when to even be on Hinge or the apps or Tinder or Bumble, whatever, in the first place. Because I feel like, especially after my recent relationship ended, I felt such a stigma of downloading the apps and being on the apps. I was, I kept shaming myself and no one was actually shaming myself at all. Actually, a lot of my friends were very supportive and telling me to do it, but it was actually just me shaming myself when I was wanting to go on the apps and start just like casually dating again. So I'm here to say to F society's expectations and just be on it if you want to. The idea that we have to be single for a certain amount of time after a relationship is completely false and it is just society's constructed narrative of what should be the right way to do things. But of course, there is not one way to do things. If you want to be single for an extremely long time after your relationship ends, then go ahead. If you want to start dating again right away, then also go ahead. If you don't really care and you're just going with the flow, that's also fine too. I actually really have realized how much I dislike this idea or construct of a supposed timeline or a supposed way of doing things in terms of dating, in terms of life, in terms of anything. And I truly try to just not follow that as much as possible. Not that I'm doing the opposite, but more so that I'm just doing what I want. So if you are feeling pressure from this unknown expectation that you need to stay single for a certain amount of time and not be on the apps and not be looking for people after your relationship, then just know that first of all, this is a very universal feeling and people question it all the time. And also second thing is, it doesn't matter. You can do what you want on your own timeline. And when I came down to it, when I was feeling this way, I was thinking like, okay, why do I feel this way? Okay, I have this certain expectation and I have a fear that people will judge me and say that I didn't wait long enough until my next relationship. And then I was like, but who specifically am I scared of this judgment from? And when I really thought about it, I was like, I'm scared of the judgment, this specific judgment from my ex because I don't want him to think or judge me for moving on to another relationship or another dating thing so fast. And then I was like, well, do I really care about my ex's judgments on me? No. This especially hit hard because I was like, he was the one who broke up with me. So why am I the one holding my life back and making myself not do what I want because of my fear of his judgments when he's not in my life anymore and also he was the one who chose to break up with me. So that, this whole topic, honestly, I could go off on it for a very long time, but I will just say if you are feeling a certain pressure to do things a certain way, don't. Just do what you want. If you want to be on the apps, then do it. If you don't want to be on the apps, then don't do it. It doesn't really matter and no one will care in the long run. It's your life. This also goes for pausing and unpausing your hinge or whatever dating profile because I feel like sometimes also when you're on the dating apps for a long time, it can kind of wear you down. 
but we feel like we have to still be on it for fear of FOMO, I guess, fear of missing out. And again, I say, it doesn't matter. If you feel tired of online dating, pause your apps, delete them, come back to them when you're ready. That's kind of what I'm doing at this point. I feel like I really went hard in the summer and now that it's fall and we're kind of gearing down, it's getting a little cozier, getting a little colder, I am realizing I want to save my energy for time with my friends and family instead of always going out to meet new people, which is fine. You can do what you want. As long as you're not hurting others, with what you're doing, I truly believe just do what you want because it really doesn't matter. Okay, anyways, on to the next thing. So the next thing is now you've decided you want to be on the online dating profiles, you got to make your profile. And of course, one of my favorite things to do with my friends is to show each other's profiles and talk about it. So I thought I would show your profile, not your profile, show my profile to you guys and talk about it because I honestly have so much fun with these things, just like going through everyone's profile. Because for one thing, for me, I'm like, oh, how am I choosing to represent myself to these people that I don't know? I feel like we are very strategic with crafting an image of ourselves and sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad but I also just love the fun whatever fun things that people choose to share about themselves in their profile because I think it's like super interesting so one thing I will say with making your profile on online dating apps is you it is already kind of hard to find interests, common interests with people when you meet them in real life. For example, you go and meet someone because you um, met them at a club at school. Maybe you met them at chess club. And so you know that you like chess and you have that in common. But other than that, sometimes it's really hard to find other common interests between two people and I would say it's extremely 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 extra 10 times hard on online dating so what you really have to think about is sharing things about yourself that will have people interested in what you're interested in or just sharing unique things about yourself so that you kind of stand out because naturally people will go through a lot of online profiles in one day and if you don't stand out people are kind of like um who are you again i've had my fair share of experience of that where i'm about to go on a date and i honestly like don't know anything about this person because nothing on their profile is noteworthy or special enough but i can also share a lot of other dates that i've been on where i know like right off the top of my head like this special fact for example i was recently talking to a guy on hinge and one of his prompts was about the fact that he hates cucumbers and that really got me going because i for one am a cucumber lover so every time i thought of him i was like oh he's the cucumber hater like that one special fact really helps to be memorable and also just like make yourself more interesting I would say and honestly it doesn't have to be like I want a gold medal in the Olympics or anything like that it can be I hate cucumbers just like the guy that I was talking to is it can be something small because honestly those are more interesting anyways and easier to talk about so anyways without further ado let me show you my profile I'm only using hinge now I used Tinder the first time that I was single, 
but I didn't want to do too many apps this time because it's just honestly way too tiring for me and I didn't really want to check my phone that much so anyways here's my hinge profile so this would really help if you're watching the video version but I will explain every piece of media for you if you're not anyways the first photo which is the main photo is my university graduation photo sorry the ring light is kind of in the way i just really like this photo of myself i think i am very pretty in this photo i must say i feel i feeling fresh feeling hot and to be a little funny and quirky although i don't think many people got the sarcasm the prompt for the photo is guess where this photo was taken and it's very obvious because first of all my UBC diploma is in my hand and I'm pretty sure almost everyone in Vancouver knows what the UBC Rose Garden is so I like that photo I put it first because I think it's a good photo of myself and I like it and then I put that little funny prompt because I thought I was being a little bit funny with that but not a lot of people get it or they don't understand the sarcasm so I'm kind of like I don't know if this is the right thing okay the next thing on my profile is a video so Hinge now has a ton of options of things that you can put on your profile like videos polls voice memos prompts stuff like that i don't put that much media into it because i think it's just a little bit weird but i did put a video because i am fun i recently just changed this one but this is a video of me snowboarding and it's basically a video of me wiping out. It's not really a good video. I try to do a toe turn and then I just immediately wipe out. So I like this video and it actually does get a lot of conversation started because first of all, it shows that I'm interested in snowboarding, which I think like half the world or half Vancouver is. And then also the second thing is just, it's kind of fun and quirky. It shows that I don't take myself too seriously. I really don't like matches when their profiles are like too perfect and too cookie cutter because I'm like are you a psychopath or are you a serial killer it kind of bothers me so the snowboarding wipeout is a little bit funny shows I have a good time and the prompt again I thought it was a little bit funny is I bet you can't I bet you can't snowboard as well as me okay next up on my profile is a prompt and i've seen a lot of people use this prompt so i'm kind of just copying it it is two truths and a lie and to make this a little bit fun fresh and exciting my two truths and a lie i wrote i've traveled solo to washington dc i've traveled solo to austin texas and i've traveled solo to denver colorado so that is if you didn't know, the last one is the lie. I have not been to Denver, Colorado, but I have been to Washington, D.C., and I have been to Austin by myself. I really like this prompt, um, but I've realized that it's kind of hard to start a conversation with it. People who start a conversation with this prompt, it's like hard to keep it going, but it just does show that I like traveling and I've also traveled by myself, which is something that I like and I'm interested in, so I want to share that I like that stuff because... Ideally, if I'm looking for a partner, I am looking for someone with common interests, so snowboarding, traveling, and stuff like that. You don't have to necessarily be into it and like enjoy it as much as I do, but at least show, show that you're interested that I'm interested in it. I think that's a very important thing with partners is in a relationship, you don't have to be obsessed with your partner's hobbies, but you have to 
be obsessed with the fact that your partner is interested in it and if your partner wants to share things about their hobbies that you respect that and you listen and you follow up with them you don't personally have to be into it i that's what i think at least okay then we move on to the little bio section that's what's next on hinge so basically this just shows like the facts so i have that my age is 23 i'm a woman i am straight and my height is 54 um, i think these are requirements to show on hinge but i cannot be sure then it has my location it has that i am east asian aries i drink sometimes i don't smoke i don't do weed and i don't do drugs because i don't know i think that's important to share with people it not only shows your boundaries and like what you're comfortable with but also maybe what type of lifestyle you live and i think that's also very important um i also put that i went to school at the university of british columbia even though it's in my first picture i don't know it's kind of redundant and then i didn't have this at first and then i saw a lot of people have it so i was like oh might as well it's basically what languages you speak so I put I speak English, Cantonese, and Mandarin, even though I'm not that good at Mandarin. I try. Okay, last or not last, next up on my profile is just a nice little group picture with my friends. I think it's important to have group pictures. I think that's like one of the requirements when people are like when you're making your hinge profile because you obviously want to show that you have friends. Ideally, it's a picture where you look really good. Your friends look good too, but like you look really good, which I think I really like this picture of me and my friends, but it's more so just really cute and I really like it. Um, the next picture that I have is this one. It is a camping picture. It's me and my friend carrying our big backpacks at our camping trip last year to Linman Lake. And the prompt is felt cute, might delete later. I don't know why I have that prompt. I think I'm going to change it. But again, this is kind of like an interests pick and also just this is me. I'm fun. Um, obviously, I like camping and I like going outdoors and I like hiking. So I want someone who is also interested in that. And I think that pic this picture shows a lot. Next up is my second of third written prompts, which is don't hate me if I, that's the prompt, and my answer is, don't hate me if I don't respond to your texts quickly. I feel like this prompt is kind of a red flag for other people, and I kind of knew that when I was going into it, but I honestly just don't check my hinge very often, so I don't respond back to texts very quickly, and also I guess it does kind of show what kind of communicator I am because I know some people in relationships, they really enjoy texting their partner like throughout the day and updating them on what they're doing and stuff like that. And from my last two relationships, I have learned that I am not like that at all anymore. Also with the people that I've been talking to this year on Hinge, I've realized that I am not like that anymore at all. I've definitely gotten like less and less clingy as time has gone on. And I've realized that I don't need to be texting someone throughout the day also like sometimes i just physically can't because i'm working and doing all this stuff and busy and also like mentally tired i don't know if i can respond to your text mentally right now i much more appreciate like a debrief at the end of the day or honestly like we don't even have to text 
every day. It might just be like a good morning text, good night text, but we don't have to talk about what we're doing. That can be saved for when we see each other next in person. So that's kind of why I put that prompt in there. It's to kind of ward off people who need to text every single moment of every single day because I physically cannot do that anymore. It just makes me so exhausted. And also to just share like, I'm busy and I have a life too. So let's not make the expectation that I will respond to you every single day. I actually, before, when I was on Hinge in the summer, I would respond to everyone at the same time every single night because I would only go on Hinge like once a day. And one of my matches was like, are you just getting off work now at 8 p.m.? Is that why you respond at the same time every single day? And then to that I said, no, I get off at five. I just enjoy resting and living my life and responding when I'm ready to, not responding because I have to. Okay, next up, I have another picture on my Hinge profile. It is a 0.5 selfie, which is a wide-angle selfie of me drinking my little orange sippy cup. I think this picture, it doesn't really show much. I think it's more so just fun summer vibes. And also, I do look pretty cute in this picture, even though you can't really see me. I just like the vibes of this photo. I might change it out. Honestly, I've been changing this photo, the second last photo, and the last no sorry the third last photo and the second last photo a lot so this photo and the next photo that i'll show you i've been changing up a lot of my profile depending on the day and what i want to share so this one will change intermittently and i'll just do whatever i want in this photo slot okay the next one is another written prompt it's the last one the prompt is if loving this is wrong i don't want to be right and my answer is eating sushi without soy sauce. So this is what I mean by fun conversation starters that are easy for people to pick up on. This is one that has gotten a lot of responses because everyone is very shocked that I don't like eating sushi with soy sauce. And honestly, I don't know what to say. It's just my way of life. And I I like eating sushi plain and just enjoying the flavors of the sushi, but I guess it can be surprising for people. So I think that one is good to just get conversation started, started, sorry. And for people who maybe can't comment on any of my other prompts, um, they can comment on this one because I think sushi is a pretty common thing in Vancouver. So anyways, last two on my profile are both pictures. The first one is just another friend's picture. This is another picture that I change out from time to time, just depending on my mood. It is my friend's Rachel and Kiara and me at the bar and we have some fun drinks in front of us and we're just cheesing and smiling I just thought I looked cute in this picture and it's also a cute friends picture so I thought I'd put it on my profile because I like it and then the last picture on my profile is um, this fun little picture I took when I was in Austin last year in front of a mural and the mural says you're my butter half with a little toast and butter and then the prompt is this could be us because obviously we could be each other's butter halves but I really like this picture it actually does get a lot of responses as well and also a lot of people surprisingly know where this is or ask where it is so 
I think it's a good conversation starter because it's obviously not in Vancouver and people like it. Also, I like my outfit in this picture, like the skirt and the t-shirt and the shoes. So yeah, and also gets me started talking about traveling. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed my profile. I love sharing profiles with people and just like looking at what we like to put on our profiles, what pictures we have, how cute it is, stuff like that. I think it just says a lot about a person. Now you're on the app, you've a major profile as we discussed. Now you're going to start getting matches, which is very exciting, I guess. I was honestly really overwhelmed when I was first on the app. I think because Hinge, whenever you, there's like new users, they'll always show them first. So you get a lot of interaction from the algorithm when you're first on the app, just letting you know. So um, here's what I'll say about the talking stages on the apps is, first of all, it is such a fun way to get to know people. And I know some people can hate texting, but I honestly love it because I just think it's really fun. Again, I don't text very often though, so I'm not like a person that's texting every minute every day to my matches because I just can't do that. But I think it's really fun to get to know people, so asking them what they're doing in life, what their job is. The biggest thing about Hinge is like these people are coming from totally different backgrounds and they are coming from like left field. You don't know which I think can be a good thing and a bad thing, which I will talk about in a second. The good thing is obviously that you get to learn a lot about other people, what school they went to, what they have been through in life, what they enjoy, what they don't enjoy, what they're currently doing, all this kind of stuff. But what I will say is don't text for too long before you go on your first date. And I've just found that that is a lot better. Um, I've had experiences where I talk to matches for like two weeks before I go on a date with them. Or I've also recently, now that I'm a little more confident, I'll talk for with matches for like, honestly five days and in those five days we barely text we just kind of catch up with each other and then we go on our date i think it's a lot easier to go on your date early because then you have more things to talk about in person if you have talked about everything online already before you even go on your first date it makes it very hard for conversation to flow when you're in person and actually meeting up for the first time and also i feel like texting is there's such a huge barrier to emotional connection that you can be talking with someone for weeks online and talk about very vulnerable things and talk about very personal things but it just still doesn't feel the same as talking to someone in person about those same topics because you're missing the eye contact you're missing the voice and tones you're missing the emotion and i think that is definitely very important when you're making a connection with someone. So I think to learn how to weed people out and um, kind of vibe check them for the first little bit, you can talk to people online for a longer time because that's what I did. But afterwards, honestly, I think it's more fun to just meet up with people a little bit sooner because also in a, let's say, more efficient way, you kind of know more quickly if you want to spend more effort getting to know this person if you spend so much effort texting them and talking to them online and then go on a date just to find out that they are not your vibe and you don't click well with them in person then it kind of feels less bad because you haven't spent as much energy and 
effort into those past two weeks. And I know that kind of is mean, but it's kind of just, I'm being honest, I don't love spending a lot of effort with someone because like I don't really have a motivation to if that makes sense like when I know someone more well I'm more willing to put in more effort and be willing to uh, put in more effort without give getting back I think that's like a theory with friends I can't remember what it is but it's like with your friends you're more willing to put in more effort even if you don't get the rewards back immediately because you know that they'll return the favor eventually with friends but with someone you just met you're less willing to do that because you don't know if they're going to return the favor and then it kind of feels like you've wasted your energy so that's kind of how i feel with matches is don't spend too long in this online dating phase because it it just isn't as fun in my opinion my most fun part is going on the dates but one thing one last thing that i'll say is also respect what others are looking for on the app and what they are wanting and if that doesn't align with what you're looking for wanting then there's no hard feelings it's just a mismatch of desires which is so totally normal I feel like one thing that people take very seriously or people just take online dating very, very seriously and kind of like force themselves to make it work when in reality you're literally taking two random people that have never met before and don't share anything in common or don't share any history in common. Putting them together and trying to make them date is very hard. So if things don't work out or things like someone is looking for a long-term relationship when you're not really looking for that just move on thank you next no hard feelings because we're just looking for different things okay now we get into the dates which is always the most fun part so before you go on the date as i said earlier you need to do extreme vibe checking because that honestly can make or break your date. Um, I have a couple stories to tell. So one of them most recently that has happened is, um, it's terrible. Okay, so I'm going to try and explain this as best as I can. I was talking to a guy online and we had been chatting on hinge and then instagram for a couple days and we ended up scheduling for a date but because schedules didn't really line up we scheduled for pretty like far out so let's say today oh today is saturday let's say today is saturday and we didn't schedule our date until the next friday so that's actually a lot of time between saturday and friday a lot of things can happen in between but basically what had happened is I was telling him, oh, okay, it's in my calendar for Friday and booked. And he said, show me like I want to see. So I screenshotted my calendar like day because I put my work, I put my workout classes in there. And then the event of the date's name starting at 7 p.m. So I sent that back to him. I was like, oh, it's in the calendar for Friday, October, whatever. And then he says, oh, and also the event on my calendar is just his name. So let's say his name is Sam. I just made the calendar event in my Apple calendar and just named it Sam. And then he goes, okay, perfect, but you should change the event name to Daddy Sam. What the heck? And no shame and no kink shaming at all. But I 
I was just so uncomfortable. It made me, it caught me so off guard because everything else we had been talking about, I was like, he's very normal and like this guy is really, really nice. But then he says this out of nowhere and I was like, oh my goodness. I was second guessing our date. But I was like, maybe it's just because he's a little bit older than me and he doesn't really get the current humor and he's kind of stuck in his humor which is totally fine i'm still willing to give it a shot and then um we get closer to our date night which is friday so i think this would probably be like a wednesday and i was messaging him i was like oh what do you want to do for the date like what do you want to eat like what are you craving and then he goes i'm craving you oh my god just immediate cringe and it's I will say okay so if I took this out of context and it was someone else maybe like a boyfriend that I've been dating for a while that said this to me I would be totally fine with it I'd be like haha so funny but you have to keep in mind that this is a guy I've never met before um we've only been talking online and now you're making comments about daddy and like craving me like can you imagine how uncomfortable I felt so needless to say we never went on the date I decided not to go because I was like absolutely not this is way too weird and I was just like there's too much there's too much risk in going on this day. I don't know what happens. So before you go on your dates, make sure you do extreme vibe checking, checking like that. If something is off, they say something weird or make you uncomfortable, just take your gut feeling with it. Trust your intuition and thank you next. Unmatch and go like away because it's crazy. Okay. Um, tips for dates is always, of course, go to a date at a public place. I almost always do dinner at a restaurant because that's just, you get to eat good food and there's other people around, which is good. But honestly, sometimes dinner is not the best date. I know a lot of people like doing coffee dates now because it is shorter and you can kind of get out quicker, which I honestly, to be honest, don't love that mentality. Like if you're going into the date with one foot out the door already and expecting it to go badly and like having a backup plan to make it shorter in case it goes wrong like that's just I feel like not the right mindset to go on a date with so I personally almost always do dinner for dates um also drive yourself or just get yourself there quick like safely you can have a friend drive you if you don't drive or something like that um I personally don't take rides on the first date because I just makes me a little bit paranoid and don't stay out too late if that worries you if you have a safe way of getting home then of course you can do what you want but if being out late at night worries you then of course don't feel obligated to stay out um i honestly have found that when you set your boundaries very clear and also ask nicely like most people are really nice about it uh the most recent date i went on i kind of was just like oh like can we just call it an early night because I'm really tired after the work week and I kind of want to go to bed. Honestly, you don't even have to say why. You don't have to justify yourself. You shouldn't have to, but most people are always very, very understanding about it. I Let me think about the dates that I've been on. So over this summer, I went on a date to... My very first hinge date was to an Indian restaurant 
and that was really good honestly the food was delicious and then for that date we actually also ended up walking in a nearby park and that kind of came up in the spur of the moment i didn't plan for it before the date because i was kind of worried like oh if this doesn't go well like i want to go home after dinner but if not you can always do something after like get ice cream go to the park something like that i also honestly it's like all food i went to a pasta place i went to a burger place i went to another burger place and then i went to eat pho so all my dates are food related i just find that's easiest for first dates at least because first dates you're kind of just like testing the waters and getting to know someone but otherwise you could do other fun dates like bouldering pottery whatever you're interested in or they're interested in i've also done dates like playing badminton (laughs) and stuff like that so oh and playing pool and playing darts so whatever you want to do okay then we talk about after the date because i feel like there's always this like weird stigma of like oh he has not texted me after the date and all that kind of stuff that kind of makes it very unclear let me just say this it is okay if you don't click with your date and things don't work out or maybe your expectations were not met I think that is a perfect place to reflect on why that is. This is what actually my counselor told me was as I was telling him about all of my dating adventures this summer, he was kind of asking like, why did you not like this person? And I would explain why, oh, he kind of talked about himself too much and didn't really want to get to know me or care to get to know me. And then he asked, well, then what does that show you about a partner that you do want to have? And I said, oh, well, of course that means I want the opposite. I want someone who is thoughtful and considerate and cares about what I'm doing in life, willing to show that he's interested in it, of course, and stuff like that. So I think that's great. Um, Let me think about another one that I did not. Oh, another one that I went on this summer. And after we went on two dates. So after the second date, actually, sorry, we went on two dates after the first date, I kind of had an inkling. I was like, oh, this guy is kind of, I don't want to say immature because it's not like I'm saying I'm more mature than him, but he was just kind of focused on very shallow and juvenile things like what people were saying about him and like how others perceived him and stuff like that. But after the first day, I was like, oh, maybe it's just like a one-off thing it'll get better then we went on the second date and i just knew immediately this guy like would make his mom cook lunch for him every single day because he can't cook which is crazy because you're 23 24 25 years old and you are perfectly capable of making your own meals like why are you making your parents do that for you and i understand when parents are trying to be nice and show that they love you but if you're like for example if you're inviting your friends over for a friend's night at your house but you're making your mom cook for you that's kind of weird like in my opinion for my friends nights when I do game night with my friends it's always oh mom I'm inviting the friends over but we're gonna figure it all out I want to inconvenience her as little as possible because I'm already using her space her house but 
the fact that this guy was like having his friends over having his mom cook for them and all this stuff I was like do you not feel bad like are you not thoughtful of what your parents do for you maybe I was reading too much into it but that just really bothered me and also he just thought a lot about what others think of him and all this kind of stuff and I was like I really don't care about any of this stuff anymore and I kind of realized like maybe this shows that I have matured a lot more than I thought because this is kind of stuff that I used to talk about in high school but nowadays like I honestly don't even care so that is to say things don't work out I don't even know where I was going with the story I forgot oh that made me realize this date made me realize that I want someone who is a little bit more mature and just thoughtful and more independent also I think is also a big thing for me but I will say if you don't click with someone that's totally fine but you have to be nice about it I really try not to ghost people but I have in the past which is not very nice of me I know but I really try not to ghost people if I don't feel like going on another date let's say they want to go on another date but I don't I at least tell them like hey like I had a lot of fun on our date but I'm just thinking xyz reason best of luck in the future and I really enjoyed getting to know you and it does suck it doesn't feel very nice to do all that but it is just what happens with online dating and that is that sometimes you feel like you might have a really good connection with someone but it's not reciprocated I've felt that way too and it's happened to me so it's normal it is totally normal also my second thing is if you have not made it clear after the first date you must make your intentions clear I think before the second because again I just don't think it's very considerate to play with someone's feelings if you are not looking for the same thing that they are so for example I went on a few dates with guys and after the first date they wanted to hang out again and just out of niceness I would say hey like totally down but I'm also just wanting to letting you I cannot speak totally down to hang out again but I just want to let you know that I'm actually not looking for a serious long-term relationship right now and I'm more looking to for something casual if they don't want that then you just let it be and that's just what happens because we can't force someone into something that they don't want we are going to move on from the dating section to the little catch-up section because i love catching up with you guys it is my favorite part of the episode and this was honestly what inspired me to start a podcast was just talking about life and mundane things so let's get into rosebud and thorn as we always do of course my rose let me think about it my rose is that last night i had a lot of fun um i went to Greenleaf, which is a restaurant in Vancouver, if you didn't know, but they actually have another location in Burnaby, or they call it Burquitlam, and 
I went there for the first time last night and honestly their menu is so much better than the Vancouver one and also so much more expansive. I got mentaiko creamy udon, not udon, linguine, which of course is always delicious. I will say their sushi wasn't as good as the Vancouver location, but the menu was a lot bigger. I also got bubble tea last night, which of course we love bubble tea. And I watched the first episode of a new show. It's called The Fall of the House of Usher, which sounds interesting, but it was actually a really good first episode and I really want to watch the next one. Unfortunately, I don't have Netflix, so I need to wait, but I do want to watch the next one. Okay, my bud is that... Um, let me think. Oh, my butt is that I'm going to play Exit again the, tonight. I don't know if I talked about it in my last episode. No, we definitely, I definitely did. I went to an Exit room last weekend with my friends for the first time in so many years, and we're going to go again tonight because it was so much fun and we wanted to do another one. So let's, I'm so excited for that. And then my thorn is that I've definitely had a very interesting work week. Um, one, of the most interesting things was I got told that I need to give my head a shake, which is just so funny. It's like one of the most iconic lines that I've gotten from someone, and I don't even know them. It's just like a random customer. I was like, what do you mean? And also, I'm just trying to do my job, so okay. So it kind of made me a little bit mad, but also I was like, eh, why am I letting this person really bother me? Anyways, it is rainy season now, which is kind of sad. I don't love it, but of course it is what's necessary in order to make these sunny seasons much, much more valuable and more fun, in my opinion. And let me think about what else happened this last week. I filmed my last episode on Sunday. Oh, so I didn't talk about my exit room. Oh, that's, oh, interesting. Um, wait, really? What did I do on Thanksgiving? Oh, I just edited and uploaded it. Sorry, I don't know what's going on. Anyways, I went to play an exit room last weekend, and it was so much fun. It was about a murder mystery, and I honestly, my favorite part was just the high that you get when you get a clue and you get one of the locks open and you're like oh my god finally yes was just so much fun i've also played a ton of badminton last week which has been great too i love badminton and i feel like i'm getting a lot better but i feel like i'm also just getting a little bit tired of it like i don't want to play all the time if you know what I mean it's like a occasional hobby I play weekly but now that I've been playing like more and more I'm like ah, maybe I want to get into a different sport as well or maybe just tone down the badminton because it is tiring and also I haven't worked out like my normal workouts a lot now I only go like three times a week which is a lot less than before I used to go like five times a week which is I'm fine with that, but also I'm like, ah, I kind of miss my old workouts, like doing the workout classes and stuff like that. Anyways, I am not excited for next week because it will be the first full five-day week work week in two whole weeks. I've said week so many times in the last three seconds. 
which I'm not excited about because I know that it's going to feel like an eon and a half long the next week and that is just does not make me excited to go to work. Anyways, let's do an affirmation as well because of course we gotta let go of anything that no longer benefits you not only physical things but also mentalities thoughts and behaviors that also don't benefit you like constant comparison or talking down about yourself what i've realized is that thoughts are really just trained your thoughts are your reality but also you have full control of what you think almost always full control not always i would say but for real a lot more is in your control than you think and then you realize that what you say to yourself and what you think to yourself actually does affect your perception and outlook on life and what happens to you a lot so let go of anything that does not benefit you last thing i'm going to talk about is i have been like on travel tiktok and i really want to go backpacking for like months and months and months on end which i think would be so much fun i just need money and isn't that what we all need nowadays so anyways i hope you enjoyed this episode it was the 100th episode of over easy which is crazy thank you so much for all your support and i appreciate it and i hope that you will be here for a hundred more episodes to come and i will talk to you in my next episode bye